Alright, Couch Potatoes, I am back with yet another episode of Rabbit Ears, and we are in for a treat, because I've got Rabbit Ears veteran, Mr. Chris Brayton, here with me today. What's up, Chris? Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being my friend. I was going to say that to you. You stole it. I know. Ha-ha! I actually put that up on Twitter like 10 minutes before. You sneaky bastard. <laughs> That's what everyone's... Now, I've got Chris here. We are going to go full on... I don't know what to call it, geriatric something, because we're talking about Golden Girls, and he and I, I think, are both pretty geeked out to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah. It all it is, is, is just four gorgeous women exploring their sexuality at a time when people think that they're supposed to be slowing down. And, you know, some what happens on the lanai doesn't always stay on the lanai. <laughs> I I I'm especially an, if Sophia's got her Polaroid camera. That shit's coming. That's coming out of the damn next party, right? I, uh, I you know it's it's funny. I don't have shame at all. I, I've never been ashamed of anything that I like. I like it if I like it, and I am an unabashed fan of the Golden Girls. I've always thought it was a hilarious show, and I think the concept of it is fun. And it's been nice realizing that I'm not alone, though. Like, even though I'm not embarrassed, it's nice no. to know I'm not the only one. You know, especially people our age in their... No, I started watching the show for the first time this year, actually. Oh, really? Oh, how funny. Yeah, I'd never watched it before. We watched it when it was on. I was little, so I just remember my parents watched it. So I... What year was the finale? I totally forget. I should have done a little bit 1992. more. 1992. Yeah, so I would have been... Uh, so I would have been nine. We were nine. Yeah, we were, were the same age. Yeah, we would have been nine. So I remember my parents watching it when it was on. So, like, I I, I don't think I watched it. I didn't enjoy it as much when I was you know, when I was nine. But I remember, no. the, I remember the characters enough that when I got older, I... I had all these like vague recollections of the, of the episodes. And anyway, I I've always enjoyed it. So, um, honestly, I, I'd seen it on TV and all I knew previously or going into it was that Blanche was a slut. That's all I knew. (laughs) That's like, she's pretty, but she's totally a hoe. Yeah. I do. Oh God. She, I do not think that she's the prettiest by, by any stretch of the uh, stretch of the imagination. It's have you ever gone back and looked at pictures of them when they were younger? Oh, all of them were knockouts, but especially, Oh my God. But especially, uh, Betty White, Betty White was so stinking hot. Like, like, dude, see, I'm a Rue McClanahan girl. I would totally bark up that tree. No, she look, Rue looks about the same young as she does older it's similar to so like there was no but i went back and because i did i everyone's done that like oh what do they look like when they were young you yeah. know and some some of the older guys some of the men like basically it's just them with gray hair some of these people but basically uh and then rue rue mcclanahan same thing even though she she dyed her hair through the whole thing and that's one of the running jokes about them dyeing their hair which is just funny you know and but yeah, looking back, it's like, oh man, Betty White was stinking hot. Is nuts. But you know, to, all right. To each so his you're own. You're a Betty White guy, and I'm a Rue McClanahan girl. Yeah. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> I just, I was just taken aback. I don't know what it was, but I was like, God damn, she is just a knockout. Yeah. I could not get past it. She did not age well. Like when it got past, and uh, rest in peace, all of you ladies, aside from Betty White, who is fucking hanging on and kicking ass. That woman uh, impresses the shit out of me. I love her more now than I did back then. Oh, for sure. I think that might go for a lot of people. Yeah, she played such uh, <laughs> she played such kind of um, you know ditzier characters usually back in the day. But obviously, oh, yeah. that's so she did that for so long that when she she had her real personality come out like on, on in real life and and on other shows that she's done as she's gotten older, uh, you real you you forget what a intelligent witty woman she was and still is i mean still sorry still is but oh uh, yeah i said was now she, still is. she I, I said was i'm gonna be the person to kill betty white now because i said was what what a <laughs> don't i know you even joke about it it's gonna it's gonna be my fault that's not funny chris i know it's terrible Oh my god! If she fucking dies in the next, like by this weekend, it is your fault, and I will, I will fucking fly out to Bakersfield and punch you in the face. You know, I don't care if you look just like my national hero, John Goodman. (laughs) You'd get a million downloads, though. You'd be the one. The you'd have the episode that killed Betty White. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, no! (laughs) So it's a, it's a. No, I can't do it. I have to release it early too. No. Yeah. 
I can't. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I was going to like talk about more current TV stuff with you, but I'm way too excited to talk about Golden Girls. So I'm going to take a trip back in our time machine and look back at what else was going on in 1985 when this show premiered to kind of get us in the mood. And then we're just going to fucking dive into this because I can't contain myself. Nope. Are can't. you cool with that? Let's do this. All right, so other shows that premiered alongside Golden Girls in 1985. There's definitely a theme running here. One of our favorites that we talked about in your last show was Jem and the Holograms oh. premiered this year. Jem! Truly, truly outrageous. outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. I love that theme song. Jem is the best! Yeah, Jem <laughs> is great. Mr. Belvedere, who I actually met Mr. Belvedere. He was my buddy when I was like three years old. There's a story behind that. Really? Yeah. My dad worked at um, like great. a weight loss type spa thing here in like North Carolina. And Chris Hewitt was one of the guys that was here. And he was, you know, trying to get back in shape. And, you know, because he used to do dance and stuff like that. And I was three years old. I would come to you know, work with my dad on days where I didn't have daycare. And me and Chris Hewitt would hang out. And he bought me this little seal that changed color and water. It would be cold and or purple and cold water and pink and hot water. And I had chicken pox around that age, nice too. guy. I was so nice. So I have a I have a place in my heart for Mr. Belvedere, Punky Brewster. Yeah, I haven't seen that him. chick was fucking cool as hell. I liked Punky. Do you remember the episode where like all the friends died in that horror nightmare scenario? Yeah, remember that one? That was scarring. That went dark. Yeah, I, Mr. And Mr. Belvedere would do episodes too. Uh, one of them was the. Do you remember the camp episode on Mr. Belvedere? They no. did all of those special. There was this camp episode. It was back in those times. I remember you, you, they would do the special episodes mm-hmm. where, like, you would have the actors at the beginning. And there was a Mr. Belvedere episode, and it was about that the son was being improperly touched by a camp counselor. Well, that's relevant to and, today, is it not? <laughs> yeah, abs- absolutely. Yeah. So that's what, that's what made me think of it. And so. Like, remember, Silver Spoons would do, or Different Strokes, sorry, Different Strokes would do those all the time, and, and uh, yeah, so there was there was this one, and I, I still remember it to this day, and I remember, okay, the imp- improper touching, you know, like when I was a little kid, like, make sure you tell wow. your parents, like, it actually did, it affected me, but yeah, so I, that's what I, that's actually like the one episode of Mr. Belvedere that I really remember. Holy shit! It's just, yeah. Wow! I mean, there's some darkness in the show we're going to talk about today, but they always, like, you know, took a lighter spin on it. Inappropriate camp touching. I don't know how you put a spin on that. I don't they think didn't. you do. It was, yeah, it you was don't. A... You don't. No, Not if you want to do it you right. You don't. Yeah. Where was Harvey Weinstein they, they, during that they, episode? What was he doing? Touching prob- kids at camp? Probably the same Probably the same <laughs> thing. Piece of, piece of crap that he is. Yeah. What a dirty, dirty bunghole. Yep. You know, Care Bears came out that year, too, since we're talking about inappropriate touching. Oh, I I still have my Care Bear. I had from Popples. So, Popples yeah, are like parent, the rip-off Care Bear. They got me a uh, a Braveheart Lion. Remember, yes. remember the Care Bear yep. Cousins? Do the yeah, Care so Bear I had, I had count a down. Five, four, three, two, yep. one. Yeah. God, I love so, the Care Bear. Yeah, so they got me a... Uh, they they got me a Braveheart Lion, and it was my best friend until my until my brother was born, and when I was two 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 and a half. So that was my that was my friend, and I still have it. I don't like sleep with it still, but my girls like they they take turns using it as one of their their sleepy time friends. So Aww. I'll send you a picture of it. Please it's do. old. I mean, it's it's thirty years old. It's th- or it's thirty. How old is it? Thirty one and a half. Thirty. Wait, 33? 31 and a half we years old. We both suck at math crazy. This is not old. okay. Yeah. No. We both hate 32 math 32 years equally. old. It's 32 years old. We're both 34. We both love Jim. We both love Golden Girls. We both hate math. I think yeah, we were separated at birth. I don't care for math. It's true. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I hate math so much. Because yeah. it always makes me look stupid. So it's like, it's just a mean bully. Math, you can it's go fuck off. It's true. Uh, also, MacGyver <laughs> came out that year, which is a badass show that I'm looking forward to covering. Oh, did you ever catch the remake or the reboot or whatever uh, that's on TV? It's so dated because it, it just, it basically, yeah, it just feels super dated because everything that he does, it's like, gosh, you could just Google it, you know? Right. I don't know. Like any, yeah, everything. Cause it's like, oh, I have all these like cool ideas. And like MacGyver in, in the beginning was cool because he was a human Google, you know, like he just knew things and now it just feels 
Yeah, I watched an episode because I I loved MacGyver growing up too. Same thing. It was so cool. And well, uh, with Richard Richard Dean Anderson, <laughs> he's a badass. I work in restaurant industry, and so whenever th- shit gets broken, we have to figure out a way to fix it, or else we have to call somebody out to fix it. And so I would always like MacGyver these little <laughs> solutions, like with zip ties and paper clips, and just like really like fucking really not proper ways of fixing these, but I'd find a way to do it. So I think that if they were going to do a reboot of MacGyver, they should do it in that kind of scenario. Like, all right, you guys are 10 minutes from opening. This just broke. What do you do? And then like, you have to figure out a way to fucking fix it. Yeah. That'd be way better. Do it more like a, on a smaller scale. That actually would be, that actually be quite hilarious. Yeah. yeah and then like, Oh, funny. you have to learn how to be an electrician real quick. Good luck. You got 10 minutes and your boss is coming. <laughs> That's like the story of my life. Like That's... the last 10 years. That's really funny. Fucking, yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that wire's shorted out. I guess I better strip it and fucking marry it back together and then electrical da- tape it shut. Cool. That's going to be really safe while it's sitting in a puddle. I'm on it. So, yay, restaurant industry. Um, TV shows that were popular that year that didn't premiere necessarily. The Cosby Show, which we'll skim right over that. Uh, Cheers, Aww. Miami Vice. <laughs> the A-Team, well, lo- Who's the Boss? I love Cheers. I know you do. Cheers is another one that I got into. I love this Cheers. Year. I love Norm. It's so. It, it, do you still think it holds up being a person that? Because like for me, it's I. I it, there's no. There's no taking it out of context. You're like I've always known Cheers, so I. It holds I've up still so much. It, so holds up a hundred percent. Yeah, as a new as a new viewer, that's that's interesting to know because I'm a big Frasier fan. Uh, Frasier was. Uh, I've never still seen Frasier. Yeah, Frasier is still one of my absolute favorite shows of all time. I, I think it's brilliant. I loved it. I watched it on the the Thursday night lineup on NBC. It went to Tuesdays, you know, like all these different, you know, it went all over the place. But I watched it start to finish when it was on. And so Damn. Cheers, of course, is where Frasier comes from and the character. But I, I love it. I, I think Cheers is great. Uh, I wasn't a big Who's the Boss fan. Neither were my parents, so... Ah, uh, who's the boss? It's, not, it's okay. It's okay. It's just okay. I yeah. I I watched it because it was on like when I was at my babysitter's house and we were like because we, we watched Nickelodeon shows like Hey Dude and Salute Your Shorts and then like all that crap. Or I'd have to watch soap operas with her and then like Who's the Boss would come on like maybe thirty minutes before I would be picked up. So I was like, all right, I'll just kind of like pack my shit up and watch this while it's time to go. But I really didn't get into it. Yeah. Uh, Murder she wrote was this popular that year did you ever watch murder she wrote <laughs> okay I, <laughs> or did you just go no, and change the channel I, as fast as possible no, i i uh, speaking of people that were gorgeous when they were younger angel lansbury was was also yeah. a knockout and no my, I, my parents didn't watch it so that wasn't one that was you know because before dvr like you really had to be choosy about your shows so like it was a mm-hmm. big deal but uh i remember reading somewhere that the town that she lives in is the most is the is the is the murder capital of of the like fictional universe because like there's really? a murder there Mur- well think about it. there's a murder or two there every week you know depending on because you know she had to she had to solve a crime and like the per ca- yeah. like the population I remember it's something like the population's only like five to ten thousand or something like that so like the per capita oh. murder rate there is off the charts so think about it. if you had 52 murder 50 um, a minimum of 52 murders a year you know in a population of of a town that only has five five thousand people in it or whatever like that that's huge you know yeah that'll do it so that's what i remember reading i thought you were gonna say that she was like in chicago no yeah exactly it's like oh chicago has nothing on whatever town murder she wrote was in so god damn (laughs) Yeah, that was yeah. one of my grandma's favorite shows. I didn't get into that show. I don't know. And no, that's my, maybe that's why I didn't get into Golden Girls. They're like, oh, that's old people. I'm not into that. Now, being an old, not an old person, but being older and being able to appreciate the humor and like seeing, you know, the transitional stuff that comes with being, you know, growing older and getting to a different level in life. And you go, oh, man, I don't think that I'm that old now. I used to think 30 was so old. Now I'm like, I feel like I'm 12 still. So I can imagine that that's how these yep. ladies feel. Exactly. Exactly. I love yeah. them. Uh, movies that came out that year. This is a big fucking year for movies. A lot of our pod fix compadres have their favorite movies that came out this year. Number one being Back to the Future, The Breakfast yeah. Club, 
Nick's favorite movie, The Goonies, came out this year. So you, oh, The you, Goonies. Nick, yeah. Was it the truffle the truffle shuffle? Is that what I, it is? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't I don't like shuffle. that movie that much. Absolutely. I'm sorry, truffle shuffle. Anyways, uh, Weird yeah. Science, which I just saw for the first time this year, thanks to your podcast. Matter of fact, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've told you I love the Bill Pack Explosion episode. It's fucking awesome. Uh, Legend, which you guys also covered. Yeah, we we it's funny because we we're going we have our first uh, Comic Con, Bakersfield Comic Con. This Saturday, we're going to it. I saw that. And so we just were, you know, we were, we had a prep session last night and we were talking about what our favorite episodes were because we, we hope, you know, we, we're going to, it's a Q&A. So we wanted to like be prepped for all the different questions. And I still love the Bill Pack Explosion episode. It's, it was, the movies it's were fun favorite. to watch. Yeah. But yeah. Anybody who's listening now who hasn't listened to More Gooder Than Podcast, I highly endorse it. I love oh, them. Thanks, Shalee. Um, all right. Are you ready for our favorite part? That's my Podfix nickname, so I enjoy it. It makes me happy. Brothers! All right, are you ready for Absolutely. both of our favorite part of the look back? Because it's the music time. Let's do this. All right, so the number one hits in 1985. I'm telling you, I'm going to have to make a playlist because it's amazing. We built this city. We built this city a rock and roll. Oh. Like <laughs> Like a Virgin was also big that year. I want to know what love is. I I want want you to show me. That's so good. (laughs) I can't fight this feeling. (laughs) One more night. Give me just one more night. Because I can't wait for it. Susudio. Man. These are, I'm gonna have to email you this list because this is a fucking power list. That's so. Um, funny. Money for nothing, the power of love, shout, and Aha's take on me. Oh I man! I mean, goddamn. I think take on me. That's funny. Do you know who Josh Josh Hallmark is? Josh Hallmark. He does the Karen and Ellen letters. Yeah. He does that show playlist as well, which is a fantastic show if you never checked it out. And we just did. We just did one hit wonders, and I I championed Aha's take on me as, as you should as the greatest one hit wonder of all time. It's amazing. I love that fucking song. It's so much better than any like Chumbawamba song comes to mind. Yeah, there you go. I could go all day. <laughs> Other events: Calvin and Hobbes comic debuted. Nintendo released the NES. Wow. Um, New Coke had their marketing fail. Ugh. Michael Jordan was named Rookie of the Year. Wow. The blood test for AIDS was introduced. Microsoft releases the first version of Windows 1.0. Uh, we discovered the hole in the ozone layer. Michael Jackson bought all the Be- Beatles music catalog. <laughs> and then we had the We Are the World collaboration for AIDS relief. <laughs> oh, man. So, I just... My God. I've never seen it before. I wonder if you've seen it now. It's the it's the Bob Dylan uh, gif of him singing along with the We Are the World people. Have you seen? <laughs> no. have you seen? You'll have to find it. And he isn't even pretending to sing. He's just rocking back and forth wondering where he is the entire time. He's not even like... I mean, it was 85. He was on so many drugs, right? I, but he had to have been. You'll have to find it. It's 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 incredible. And it... Okay. Yeah. So anyway, Bob Dylan, We Are the World. It's just like, why are you even there, dude? Why are you even there? It's so funny. Because if you don't show up, you're an even bigger asshole. Right. Yeah, you have to show Am up. Am I right? That's, so it's like obvious. If you're invited and you choose not to go, like you're you're in huge trouble. Right, right, right. Uh, what I'm going to do now is go ahead and take a little break for some Podfix promo material from people like Mr. Chris Brayton and his compadres at More Gooder Than. And we come back, we're going to go ahead and talk about these four feisty ladies there are living it up in Miami. What's up, Home Trees? It's me, Chris. And Corey. And Donnie. From the More Gooder Than Podcast. For each episode, the three of us pick a thematically similar movie. Like Dances with Wolves, The Last Samurai, and Avatar. Or Deep Impact, Armageddon, and Space Cowboys. And then duke it out until one movie is crowned most goodest. Three movies into, one movie leaves. Ironically, Thunderdome was not the winner when we tackled the Mad Max trilogy. You know why, right? I, oh, yeah. We don't need another hero. Hey, uh, 
Where can people find more good of them? You can find us on Twitter at MGT Podcast, our website, mgtpodcast.com, and on Instagram and Facebook at More Gooder Than. We're in iTunes slash Apple Podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and any other podcatcher that you can think of. Remember, it's not just good, it's more gooder than. Mr. Simon, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover. And tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Mr. Sandman Yes Bring me a dream Make him the cutest that I've ever seen Give him the word that I'm not a rover And tell him that his lonesome nights are over Mr. Sandman I'm so alone Oh, you guys really stink all right, Chris, are you ready to talk about Golden Girls and all of their magicness? You know it. That's what I'm here for. My right. my body I'm... is ready for them. All right, I'm going to tell you I hate this show. It's the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Just kidding. <laughs> all right, Golden Girls was from 1985 to 92. It's rated 7.8 on IMDb. It aired on NBC. The logline is that four previously married women live together in Miami, sharing their various experiences, enjoying themselves, and despite hard times. Starring B. Arthur, Betty White, Rue McClanahan, and the incomparable Estelle Getty. Ooh, boy. Chris, why do you love Golden Girls? It, <laughs> why? Let me, let me count the <laughs> why ways. Why do you love Golden Girls? Yeah, let me count. <laughs> you know, it... It's 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 at a time when sit the the sitcom was king, or queen in this matter. But it, mm-hmm. where you just have just great chemistry between all four uh all all four main characters, and I just feel like it's something. It, it was pretty landmark to where you had an entirely female cast. All of them were such strong characters too. It was a true mm-hmm. ensemble. And it's a true ensemble cast, too. You would never say one of them was the star. And I always appreciate that in a show. When you you wouldn't say one of them is the star. I think another show that does that is like Modern Family does that where there's no, you know, there's no true star of the show. So, but I just think, and they dealt with a lot of issues, you know. There was, some things were a little dated. Like they, I just was watching an episode where Rose is dating a dwarf and they can't handle that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so. There's that, but also like they introduced, um, they were you know they were really accepting of the the LBGTQ community Absolutely. in there too. Like they they dealt with, but also like it was people dealing with that too. And so in in that weird '80s way, so it wasn't always, but like uh, <laughs> they dealt with race issues and in vitro fertilization, like all these different things that they were. That were uh, AIDS. Yep. Like there were there was an AIDS. You know, there's all these AIDS episodes too. So uh, they just dealt with a lot of really serious issues, but were still able to keep the show pretty light. And every single one of the ladies, always, all of them, always had a shiny moment each episode. And I feel a lot of times, like just with me being kind of like a, a dad figure, just as my default setting. Like I always kind of feel like B. Arthur, <laughs> like I'm kind of just taking care of everybody else in there. And their craziness and everything, but I'm not as mean oh, as she her. is. So savage! <laughs> oh my god! Oh sh! Those looks that she gives, and she's yeah. like passing my grade book and just beats Rose over the head with it. Just oh yeah! Oh my god! They are yeah. all of them are savage, but mostly fucking Sophia and Dorothy. Like the looks that Dorothy gives are just so like cut to the bone, like harsh. I love it. Yeah, like they are. Yeah. So watching it, I could feel like how scripted it was like you can kind of get like it's really a little bit cheesy but at the same time the fucking like way that they delivered it and the sense of humor they brought to it and the levity they brought to some of the the harsher topics it's really really enjoyable and you know you know how it's gonna end kind of but it's still really fun watching them take the journey to get there 
Yeah, the, the and that was the thing too that a lot, well, especially in the eighties, these were so scripted. The idea of the improv show was and was not, you know. So this was like truly, it was a writer actor do your read your lines kind of mm-hmm. thing. But obviously, like that was how they did it back then. You know, that's just that's, that's just what, what they did. But I bet, I know for a fact these ladies could have nailed it if if we were had to have them do an improv style oh show God. where like there was more i you know that they could have just nailed every single one of these women were just fantastic fantastic and hilarious comedic uh, you know the comedic geniuses i love them and just that and also just the whole idea that like you didn't have to die at 50 yeah you know for, or because your husband yeah, dies you don't or have because to, you get like, a divorce and like all the shit that life throws at you does not yeah. mean that it's the end of your journey and you just have to, like, lock up shop and, you know, be done. Right. Exact. Yeah, that's exactly, like, oh, yeah, you're not dead until you're dead. Yeah. You know, like, Sof- Sophia, who was supposed to be, uh, even though she's the youngest in the show, how old was she? I, suppose, I think she's in her 80s. Yeah. You know, and so Sophia still gets it on yes! multiple times during the show, you know, she, and it's hilarious. And it's, it's like, yeah, good for you. And that's... And that's really how it is. And like you kind of make so like the show kind of took sex and sexuality and and just like still continuing to be a, a an active person in in your social life it, well into your until you die. Like it, I felt like it gave people the ability to talk about it more too. At the same time, like oh yeah, it was like Sex in the City before Sex in the City too. At the Absolutely. same time, you know, like. Absolutely. If they. Honestly, if that Sex in the City show did not model after Golden Girls, I don't know what the fuck they got their idea from because it it had to be. There's nothing else. You've got, I mean, it just matches up way too closely, especially with Samantha and Blanche. Yeah, if those aren't absolutely. the same two people, I don't know what else, what other comparisons there could be made. Yeah, it, it's absolutely a ripoff of, or just a, and Golden Girls is way better way than better. Sex in the City because the Sex in way better. I'm not, but like, obviously... Sex in the City is paying huge homage to Golden Girls. Absolutely. Who would you say your favorite Golden Girl is? Uh, B. Arthur. Dorothy. Really? Okay. I yeah, I think she has she has almost all of the best lines to me. Uh, rewatching it recently because uh, I I watch it most Sundays before football comes on. <laughs> so <laughs> so so yeah. So Golden Girls then the NFL. Yeah, I know. Great. You're such no, a complex uh, but, individual. Like you, aren't I? And that's the thing. And that's what Golden Girls teaches you. You don't have to be any <laughs> one thing. <laughs> so, uh, Golden Girls teaches you, you you can be whoever you want to be and be comfortable with that. I I I said it before. I said it earlier. I have no shame. I like what I like, and that's just. But I also do like most things. So except for horseradish, horseradish can just screw itself. Ah. I hate horseradish. But anyway. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm kind of with but, you on that. That's fine. There's a lot. I don't like vegetables. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm a four-year-old. I like to eat sugar oh. and candy and coffee and wine. Well, just all four-year-olds no, love No wine. one's sitting there. No one's chewing on horseradish. You know, like just taking a big old bite of a horseradish root. So, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, watching it, like you would think that Rose would be a lot or, or that, or that Sophia would be most. Sophia's stories a lot of time to me. Uh, so, like, Sophia is a super popular character. Uh, but for her, a lot of times, her stories feel kind of... They feel kind of dumb. Like, they feel kind of like, oh, let me have my Sophia moment. Mm-hmm. You know, where she gets to tell her dumb... Same thing Same thing with Rose. Well, Rose gets her Rose moment where she tells a St. Olaf story. Right. And to Sophia me, gets a picture Dor- in <laughs> Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, Dorothy, to me, her... Her things come. She has all the one-liners. She has all the comebacks, and that's the type of thing that makes me laugh. So the, having those comebacks and those barbs just ready to go, locked and loaded, and that's what I always like about Dorothy too. There was so, one, uh, but yeah. So Dorothy. Yeah, I was gonna say Dorothy is my second favorite. Sophia takes it for me just because of how fucking unabashed and like just cutting to the quick she is. She calls. And honestly, this show is so not PC at all. It, like, can be very offensive, especially for how, you know, we've changed our language since then. Because Sophia calls people a slut more than anybody I've ever heard in my life. But it cracks me the fuck oh, up. Oh, yeah. So, Sophia, Sophia talks to, 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 
to Blanche like she's just like she's a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> so she said like, something like, uh, yeah, like uh, she, when I first met you, I thought you were a slut who wore too much makeup. Now I've changed my opinion. You don't wear that much makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is funny because it is a it's not a PC show by oh, any means, no. but it is but it is much more forward thinking than most shows at the time. Does yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, no, it's yeah, they, like, they like weren't it's, sticking it's, to the safe topics. They weren't worried about, you know, making people I don't want to say happy, but making people comfortable. That's not where their concern right. was. So they, you know, it's kind of like how the Ellen DeGeneres show hit on, you know, some topics that needed to be discussed, but this show did it long before that and did it in a way that made it a little bit more accessible to an older generation that really would have a hard time with it if you think about it. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, for sure. So it, it would you would still say that this show would if it if this aired today with all the different things that they would, would that they would say you would still it would not be classified as a forward thinking show for sure. But it was oh, no. for its time. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But the slut. But the slut shaming. Yeah, that would so much <laughs> slut shaming. I think there was an episode so where Blanche's like niece or whatever comes to say. And fucking Sophia calls her a slut so many times, I lost track of it. I mean, the girl was definitely oh gosh, really? out on several different dates, but it was just so, so hurtful almost. You know, it is it is funny, though, because Blanche was in Wilt Chamberlain numbers. Was she? You know, at, yeah, at she was, actually. I mean, because like, sometimes it'd be two, three times a day, you know, that she'd be talking about. And, and it's like, yeah. Her and Wilt Chamberlain should have just like compared numbers at the end of the at the end of their lives. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm surprised she tested neg- negative for AIDS. By the way. It's crazy. Oh right. Jeez, I know. Yeah. Oh man, because <laughs> she wasn't worried about getting pregnant, <laughs> so that was like a thing. Like you know, if you've gone through menopause already, and so you're not worried about getting pregnant, she's like, oh yeah, let's just. So yeah, she definitely had. She, I, th- there's no way just by sheer percentages, you know, she would have had to have caught. Something at she some point. She definitely had chlamydia you know? or the herp. There's Did no you... lie. Oh, <laughs> the herp. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The herp. Like it's. It sounds like an annoying. It sounds like an annoying <laughs> neighbor that just kind of like that. That peeks over your fence and lets his dog. Speaking poop in of your neighbors, yard. one so. of my favorite episodes is the episode where Sophia puts the. Uh, the ancient Sicilian curse on the neighbor that was being a douchebag and like all this horrible stuff starts happening to him. And he's convinced that Sophia's actually cursed him. You remember that episode? I know. Oh, yeah, her curses worked out. Great. <laughs> yes, they did. What was one there? Were, her curse. She put a curse on somebody. I just was watching it up. They all kind of roll together for me. That's actually the hard part is that it's hard for me to distinguish. Like they all, all of them kind of are one yeah. show, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but there was one where she cursed somebody where his socks would always fall down. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time that she would walk by, like his socks would fall down around his ankles. And like, she just would smirk knowing that it was, that it was her that, that, that did it. <laughs> That's why I love her. She's such a little shit stir. And she's like, she's Absolutely. so not threatening physically. Cause she's just the tiniest little nugget. But she's she is not afraid of anybody. She won't back down. She will stand her ground. Like she is a strong, independent woman, and I love her. Absolutely, yeah. And I, she's a great mom too. Well, because how the she's show, such a good mom to Dorothy. She she does love she loves Dorothy. She doesn't love any of her other kids. <laughs> she does. No, nope. no. So that's like, oh, I wouldn't put her in great mom category because if you don't like your other kids, I don't know if you could. I don't know if you well, can. Well, her so, other kids kind of fucking suck. Yeah. But I, the old, the only thing that always kind of threw me off is because Sophia's tiny. What she's like three feet tall, you know, or something. And, and <laughs> yeah. then Sal, her husband, uh, may he rest in peace. Of course, may he rest in peace. He uh, he was he was like three foot five. You know, they were both, and Dorothy's yeah, like is like seven feet tall. So I don't know. She's like, towering. Every time they give a hug, I'm like, how did she squeeze that thing out of her? Oh my god. Like, I imagine that would have ripped Sophia in half. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's so sad. It would have been like, it would have been like, <laughs> it would have been like a, 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 the movie Alien or something too, where it's just like chest bursts out. Right? How much do you love their clothes, right? All of their outfits and Dorothy's it, 
Dorothy's <laughs> Dorothy's dickies and their her culottes. Yeah. And her culottes with her boots and the shoulder pads and all of the jewel tones and like the fucking like silk everything. Everything was silk. Yeah, and clip on earrings out the ass. Oh man. Oh. But the thing Everything was so flowy. It looked so comfortable. Dude, they looked they Doesn't it? They look they looked like it took a long time to get ready. But like when they were actually done, they looked so yeah, flowy was the best way. Elise, uh, my wife, always says that their beds, the way that their beds are all set up with the huge four posters and the all the pillows and their silk sheets, she said that the all the Golden Girls beds looked like the most comfortable beds in the world. And I totally agree. And they wore like silk pajamas with their thick cotton robes and it was they do eating their cheesecake. But I They had like full on outfits at night. Yeah. It was so cute and like there was one episode I was just watching where um, they had to call the pediatrician over, which is Harry, one of the spinoffs, Empty Nest or whatever, came from this show. Oh. Do you remember Empty Nest? Yeah. So I, I recently watched the episode that was supposed to be the pilot for Empty Nest. And it uh-huh. it was so bad. And that to where, and I hadn't, I, it was, I had no recollection of this being a pilot for this show. Like I had no, I had no, I remember Empty, yeah. I remember Empty Nest. And they didn't. They only kept one character from the quote unquote pilot episode. In 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 uh, yeah, it was that uh, Dave? The, what's his face? Yeah, like the neighbor guy. Right? Yeah, the the pilot guy, the pilot. But Rita Moreno didn't make yeah, it in. Yeah, that's and, him. And the and the doctor didn't make it in. But I'm watching this episode and just like, what is this? And I looked it up. It's like the most hated episode of all time. It's everyone yeah. absolutely hated it and. But, like, the, I remember the episode ends with Rita Moreno telling the doctor, like, don't ever die on me. Like, what do you mean don't ever die? You can't promise that. Death, death. Yeah, no, that's not cool. It was really weird. So, like, that was so much. It was like she was dead serious. Ah, dead serious. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuzzy would have called you on that yeah, in a heartbeat. I know. You know, it's fine. I'm recording with Fuzzy tomorrow. So after so are you you are a little you're a podcast slut I am oh you, my. Or Sophia would call you a human mattress right oh my gosh I used to think that you were a podcast slut that had a big beard and now I realize that your beard isn't that big so <laughs> you want to know one of my favorite quotes uh, no, you, well, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite quotes that I read on oh. the trivia thing because this it. one like all the other ones like kind of were like whatever but this one made me fucking laugh out loud so it's Rose, and she goes to Dorothy, Hey, can I ask you a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. Fucking got me. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. She got but her. Zing of the day. So, uh, what's another one I just watched? I just watched one. It's going to be when Rose talks about her husband, Charlie. And apparently, Charlie was hung like a like a literal horse. Yeah. So remember when she was telling Blanche about how much one? they had sex? Yeah. So cuz like cuz like you think that Rose is, you know, it's just, it's just Rose just was a one was a one man kind of gal, but apparently Charlie was an absolute stud yeah. in both the animalistic and and uh, humanistic form. So I would have always liked to have seen Charlie. I'm sure he was a great guy cuz you know you know that he had to like take care of Rose on a daily basis or else she would have died. Yeah, no, she so, he, she was like, like one of those Tamagotchi pets. Like if you forget to fucking take it out of your backpack for the right. day, it's dead. A right. thousand percent. I wonder what their house cost. What do you think their house is worth? In St. Olaf? No, 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 Are no. Are you no. talking about the one in Miami? In Miami. They're, they're, they're Miami Are house. Are talking about 1985 real estate or today's market? <sighs> Yeah, either. I mean, it would, I mean, Miami. They. I don't think they could see the beach. I. I don't think they could. No, they couldn't see the beach. But like, it's They're a probably like two or three miles from the. So beach. it's a five. It's a five bedroom house, with that huge four bedroom. Four bedroom. There wasn't. There wasn't a fifth. Op- four bedroom. You're right. It was just four because no, there's when, the garage they were trying to convert. Right, because then there and then there was if if someone came over, Sophia and Dorothy would sleep together. That's right. Okay, exactly. They would sleep. They'd sleep in the same room. And I mean, gorgeous kitchen. That open floor plan in their in their entertaining room. That lanai. Oh and my god. And then the lanai. Yeah. So I mean, it had to have been a super expensive house. Yeah, but I mean, Blanche was a Hollingsworth and a Devereux, so she definitely had family money. It's true. Oh man. Uh, do you remember that episode when her husband came back and it was just a dream? 
That was the yeah, worst. Yeah, that was weird. That was a really weird that, was... that threw me off a lot. I was like, wait, you mean he's been fucking lying to her and like hiding out from her this entire time? What a piece of shit. I'd have like fucking yeah, killed him then. I... He's already dead on paper. I was pit... Yeah. It was all right. He's he's already dead. Oh, Double it... Jeopardy, it you the... can't get me. There was a very funny episode though about it and they were saying uh there was one very funny scene it was that he he asks like if that if she stayed true to him and then he Fish, said that he please. wouldn't be mad yeah and so she said oh you know i don't expect it for you to have stayed true this entire time i'm glad that you moved on and like he asked like if she'd seen any other men since he died <laughs> and her face her face was so perfect so <laughs> she could so tell funny. some fucking sexy stories, though. I'm telling you, she told it about the first time that she and Tara, or she and her husband uh, George had sex, and he had like, I guess, planned for their truck to run out of gas at a certain spot, and then they were like by this really romantic tree, and he had a whole picnic behind the tree, and then like banged it out outside because they're in the fucking Georgia farmlands. I was like, that's kind of hot, actually. I'm not mad at that. No, it sounds nice. Good. It does. Yeah, sound it sounds nice. lovely. And the thing about the thing about Blanche that makes her so great is that she was not um she was not ashamed of herself at all. No. She owned it. And so Yep. Uh like she owned it and just like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I like to do with my life and she's an extremely successful woman and uh, she uh, you know, so she was she was she had it going on and she just liked the company of of men. And yeah. sometimes multiple men, multiple men a day. <laughs> you know what? So if that... you're going to be that free with your body, as long as you're honest and open and don't try to like, you know, shame yourself or like, you know, do anything, un, I guess, untruthful with it. I, I feel like the way that she did it is the only way to do it in a way where you can still have some kind of respect for the person. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't sense? pretend. She ne- Yeah, absolutely. She never pretended that she was like, some snow angel, you know, nope. <laughs> that like, nah, she owned it. And that was what made her great too. All so of these ladies I, keep it I, real though. Like none of them absolutely pretend to be anything that they're not. And that's, I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons to take from this show. If you're going to, you know, do the whole sitcom, take a lesson from a show thing, then that's it. Like know who you are and don't apologize for it. Absolutely. And they fucking, absolutely. That's why I love these women because they're just, proud of who they are they don't kind of waver or falter from their own personal moral guidelines and they just figure out a way to make it work and that's fucking cool absolutely yeah i love these, these ladies girls. rule all right you want to talk a little love bit about it. rose because we've talked about all the other three girls rose nyland is such a hot mess and like they she's everybody's punching bag i feel a little bit bad for her Absolutely. There her the only person time that it ever seems mean is uh Blanche will say like really mean things to her. And like most oh, yeah. of the time they go yeah, most of the time they go over her head. So like you don't feel too bad for her because she's just not even understanding that it's a that it's mean. So but Blanche will say really mean things, like very specific, like physical feature type things. And so Oh yeah. Uh yeah, but yeah, Rose, I do not know how she survived into adulthood. Like there's no way no. that she Yeah. Dude, she did have Hitler it, for her PE teacher. Do you remember that episode? Right. Oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I was just watching that right. one earlier. It's when she goes back to get her like high school diploma because um Dorothy's teaching night school. And she's trying to teach her history. And she's like, no, that's Mr. So-and-so from my PE class. And I recognize him sure as I do. Ava Braun standing next to him. Oh, my gosh. That's right. <laughs> what's they what's were trying to dumb that... down all of America to take over the fucking country. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's why St. Olaf so, is so stupid. Saint, so St. Olaf, I, I, uh, so How I Met Your Mother. Another, I know you've done the show. So, uh, I always think of St. Olaf as being like a sister city to St. Cloud, uh, in, uh, from where, from where Marshall's from, uh, Uh where the, the, the the Ericsons are. So I always think, cause like he, cause, cause Marshall tells St. Cloud stories similarly to how Rose would tell St. Olaf stories. And so it was actually one of the things that I always liked about how I met your mother. Cause it was kind of. 
It was kind of like Marshall it's took over the, the... It's a nod. Exactly. And, like, obviously they were fans of the show. So, like, they would do the St. Cloud moments. And I they always made me think of Rose every time he did it. So, Aww. every time Marshall did... Yeah. But, yeah, the St. Olaf stories, they got so ridiculous to where... I hope that there's a real place that, like, takes... Like, tries to do the St. Olaf things. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, apparently all of the fucking Norwegian that she spoke was just made up gibberish on the spot. Yes. Uh, hilarious. Which I think is fucking great. So, so, so funny. Dude, she's just, she's a fucking trip. There's one episode where there's some story that got really dark about KKK in St. Olaf. And it was like, I had to call, um, somebody else in the room and was like, did I just hear what I think I just heard? Like, oh yeah, they were welcoming the new neighbor into town and they lit a cross on his lawn. And for some reason, he got real nervous. Like, what the fuck did this show just do? St. Olaf is like, it's fucking intense. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I will find the clip and show it to you. Like I said, like. (laughs) It's fucking crazy. The shit. Sounds great. (laughs) Sounds awesome. No, but like, again, 1985, it's 22 years ago. We weren't exactly the most um, PC individuals back then as a. Group. So yeah, lessons right. to learn still today. Don't say shit Ugh. like that. Scum <laughs> <laughs> right. girls is still teaching lessons. Yeah, don't. Uh, to this day, own it. That's that's basically what Golden Girls says. Own it. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to make a it's, like a fucking gif or something like that with Blanche walking out of a bedroom with her flowing na- nightgown behind her and just says own it. She looks like a superhero. Oh yeah, like the, uh, for the credits <laughs> yeah. when she's coming out of the credits. You're right. Oh, that'd be so good. Own it. I'll let's, let's, let's get that trending. Hashtag own. Have it, it be ha- hashtag. Yeah, hashtag own it like own it like Blanche. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes though was the um, oh, not the Tom Selleck. It's a Burt Reynolds night when the ladies think that they get to go because Sophia gets tickets <laughs> to go see Burt Reynolds. And they're all trying to get the ticket, and they're all, it's, there's three tickets, and they're trying to leave Sophia out of it. And somehow the three ladies, aside from Sophia, get arrested as prostitutes. And so none of them can go, because none of them want to still cut Sophia in. So she leaves them all in jail and goes out and meets Burt Reynolds and becomes best friends with him. I love that episode. Yeah, that's a great episode. And you know what? Burt Reynolds, like, people talk about him being hot. The dude looked good. Yeah, he did. The dude looked really good. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, okay, I get that. Yeah. Because freaking, we we just posted, what was it? I, I think you even commented on the MGT Facebook. It was the uh, Blake Shelton, Sexiest Man Alive. Oh, I commented. It's like, nah, get out of here. I commented. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, I gave you three comments. It's like, man, if Bert... I know, it was, what did you say? You said... Uh, <laughs> Tom Hardy, Henry Cavill, and well, Korg. It, one was to- Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, right, Korg. Hey, me. Hey, man, this is, uh, this is, this is, he's a bug. I'm a rock. And, uh, Korg was great. I love Korg. But yeah, Burt Reynolds back in the day, absolutely. That guy could that guy could get it. Yeah. Didn't he have that like centerfold layout where it was like ever so cleverly posed? Because that was him, not Tom Selleck. Yeah, he right? has his hand. No, that was yeah, that was that was the irre- irreplaceable uh Burt Reynolds. Yeah, he has his hand in between his legs, uh covering up his nat his his he's covering up his McClanahan's. <laughs> and uh <laughs> covering up his McClanahan's. No, and my mom has told me she said that her sister had that above her bed. Oh my god! When she was growing up, how and, old was she? Like in yeah, her parents' and they house? Shared her, no, no. In her parents, yeah, they would have been in her parents' house when she was in her teens, and she had that poster above her bed, and they shared a room, and it always <laughs> kind of squeezed my mom out a ton, a ton, and always just like, how is this in our room? So like. So Burt Reynolds is sitting there staring at my mom while my mom goes to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares tonight because of that imagery. I can't fucking wait. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what we need to do? Get another. I'll start, a, I'll start another gif that says, own it. Hashtag, hashtag, own it like Burt. Oh, my God. He was so confident in that picture, too. I fucking, I can't be mad at him. Oh. I can't. He knows. he knows. He's looking at you like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you I know. It. I know that you know that I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there is one other thing that jumped out at me when I was watching the show, like the first time. And that is, there is, 
there's a quite a few continuity errors. Did you ever did you notice that when you watched it? Yeah, I can't like I can't remember them all offhand, but when I watch them, they'll be like sometimes they'll have more kids, sometimes they'll have less kids, sometimes they'll have brothers, sometimes they'll have sisters. You know, like there's there's certain things like that. There'll be uh, stuff in the house where uh, yeah, there's 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 things, one. There are lots of them. I just there's one that jumped yeah, out at me. One? It was what's, two what's episodes back to back. So it's I think there's an episode where Dorothy's getting ready to go in and have surgery on her foot. And she's, like, super freaked out and scared about going in for surgery. And so she sneaks back home. And Blanche and Rose are sitting down in the room. And they're sharing what their, you know, biggest phobias are. And Blanche says, oh, I'm just terrified of flying. I couldn't even imagine. Very next episode, she's dating a millionaire. He's up in his fucking, like, personal air jet craft or whatever. And she's just waltzing around like she doesn't have a care in the world. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't you just say that was your greatest fucking yeah. fear? And now you're pouring yourself a scotch at the minibar? Yeah. I'm confused. I mean, a mini bar would, would definitely ease the passage for me, too. I mean, so. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And back to back. And then there was another thing about how Rose was saying that she'd never had plastic surgery. And then you find out later she's had a nose job. Stuff like that. But, yeah. Uh, what did you think about Rose's uh, pain pill addiction? Do you remember that? Yeah, those are weird. When the, when the Yeah, I do. And they're always are. It's weird when they do it. It's similar to, like, when... When Jesse in uh, in Saved by the Bell starts taking mm. vitamins, you know, where but like, and you just, I always think it's weird when they give people foibles like that, but it's it only lasts like an yeah, and it comes in two. like season you know five. What I mean? You're where, like, wait, well, how the fuck did nobody know about this? Yeah, it's always it's it's weird. So I yeah, it, it and sometimes it just feels like oh they needed something. Yeah, they needed something like to a do. filler. Yeah, it's always weird. It's like. It's like when they have someone become an alcoholic for an episode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in, back in the day. Like, oh, no, that's a crippling Lifelong. Uh, that's a crippling addiction. addiction. You so can't that's, fix addiction. Yeah, You're no longer an addict. doesn't exist. You're always an addict. You're just in recovery. <laughs> yeah. They make fun of that in Family Guy uh, season one where they say, like, uh, I, I think it's season one where they say, well, all things work out. Yeah, you know, everything will be fine in the next <laughs> episode. <laughs> so that's... Fucking A. Golden Girls was definitely definitely guilty of that. Did you have any characters on the show that you found annoying? I know most of the people that weren't the four characters weren't really around for more than a couple of episodes, but anybody that jumped at, out at you? Uh yeah, what was what was one? Uh every so often the the boyfriends would be pretty pretty annoying. Um there was a fantastic episode when Dick Van Dyke was on. <sighs> um and they all were just like gaga over him yeah. he was great but he wanted to be a clown he was a yeah he was a lawyer yeah he was a lawyer but he wanted to be a clown so that was a little annoying uh the uh, let me see annoying characters recurring there weren't enough really reoccurring characters no there really weren't to i would say Stan there really got wasn't. a little bit so, grating for me but i mean he kind of was supposed yeah, to be Stan, he was the ex uh, that's right exactly so i mean stan stan was pretty annoying especially the episode when they were going to get they were going to get remarried and he needs a prenup Ugh. remember this that so there was remember that episode anytime yeah. dorothy fell yeah, back was, in with yeah, him i was so like, like snap out of it woman what are you doing yeah but the thing about that is is like yeah you would think dorothy would know better but that's so often that's so true to yep. life where you have these like super smart uh men and women that just like what are you doing it makes no sense but that's just Some so i actually feel like that was more Yep. Stan somehow, for some reason, yeah. was her kryptonite, even though she did nothing but shit talk him about about how he was in bed. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I know. It's just like somebody's somebody is somebody's kryptonite. Yeah. No. I mean, there's there's always annoying characters on a show, but they none of them stayed around long enough. You know. I. No. Yeah. This show did a great job with keeping like the quality people there. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you know what? I watched the series finale for the first time today. It's good. I never, I hadn't made it through to season seven. It's a really good series finale. It really is. It's not corny. It's not hokey. It's fucking done really, really well. Yeah. I, I was really impressed. A hundred percent agree. So often, especially with 80 sitcoms, they did not know how to end. Yep. They, they did weird things, uh, but not everything could be new heart. So, I mean, you just, you can't always have a perfect ending. But I felt like it was a really, I was happy for Dorothy. You know, you were really happy for Dorothy. Yep. And Sophia did, because I, 
You said you said you said Sophia. Sophia went with the people that still needed her. Right. Yeah. So and she was not selfish because a lot of times Sophia could be pretty selfish, uh, and she knew that yeah. Dorothy would always be trying to take care of her. And uh, so I I think it was a beautiful ending to a, a great show. So yeah, I liked yeah. it. I liked it a lot. I thought it did a really really good job. There's. Like you said, a lot of the episodes run together, but there's some, like, one of the sadder episodes is when Sophia befriends the guy that has Alzheimer's, oh. and they go hang out on the, yeah. It's so sad. Do you remember that? He just starts crying. Oh, my God. It broke my yeah, heart. Yeah, he starts crying, and she just holds him. It was, it's such a sweet, such a sweet episode, even though, even though Estelle Getty was doing a terrible job acting in that episode, too. There, there. I'll just hold you while you cry. Like, it was so stilted. But it was he was nailing he was he was not phoning it and he was a fantastic actor in that episode. Yeah. No, but it's a very sad episode. So there's this show just it fucking hits on all levels. It's hilarious, but it also like you know teaches you a great lesson about empowerment and about being who you are. And you know it just it goes everywhere. It does everything. I'm so proud of it. I love it. Thank you for being a friend, Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew. Yeah, I was singing that song at work today. I was really very charismatic with it, just so you know. All right, Chris. Own it. Own it like I own, own it like the Blanche. fuck out of it. It was intense. Chris, I want to know, who are you going to marry? Who are you going to bang? Who are you going to kill from Golden Girls? I will I will marry Dorothy. Because I, she has the same sense of humor I do, you know, just like ready, ready to go. Has the barb. Uh, She's fucking uh, that hilarious. She, she would make me laugh the whole time. Obviously, you, obviously, you bang, you, you bang Blanche. It's obviously, not, it's not even a question. Yeah, yeah, because that woman knows more about about sexuality than any human ever. Like so, so who knows what's going to happen in that? In that, but bedroom. you're going to have a great time. Uh, Absolutely, you're gonna have a blast or disappoint her, but she never seems to be disappointed. No, she's she happy with anything. Ha- she's very anything satisfied. Anything happens. Anything satisfies her. So there is. So obviously, Blanche, this is the easiest one. And then you kill. Sadly, you kill Sophia, just because she's she's old and she's lived her life. I could never kill Rose. Her poor, sad, simple face staring back at me. There's no way that I could have. If that you happen. could see my so. face right now, Chris, you murdered Sophia. Oh my god, I'm so sad. Yeah, she's lived her life. She's lived her life. Oh my god, she's, she's it's run her she's run her course. You know, she died like only like one or two years after the season finale, anyway. So it's good. She's good to go. Chris, you chose wrong. That was the wrong answer. <laughs> I know this okay. is subjective, but that was wrong. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna marry Sophia because she and I are both savage bitches together, and I love her go. to pieces. Obviously, bang Blanche, and I'm gonna fucking kill Stan. You kill Stan. Stan oh, deserves well, to die. I thought you were talking, talking about the... Man, you know, obviously you kill Stan. I, I was... I would still kill Rose before I would kill any of the yeah. other ones. I love I love her, but she has the worst story. <laughs> she, I'd kill her in the middle of a St. Olaf story. She would have to die. <laughs> I was going with the four main characters. Yeah, there's so many people I would kill. There's, there's like kids in the show I would have killed because I hate kids in TV shows. Oh my God, how about that bitch that stole Rose's teddy bear? I would kill her. Oh yeah, I'm so glad that Rose finally like she just shoved Shut her out the herself. door, shoved her out the door and just took it. Like that's what you do, absolutely, Fernando. I don't care if you are a kid. Fuck you. Yeah, Fernando, Fernando the teddy bear. <laughs> so yeah, this is obviously a, a glowing endorsement from myself and from Chris to watch Golden Girls if you haven't seen it. Myself, I'm very fond of nostalgic TV shows, shows that came out around the '90s and '80s. Uh, I love. But upon first viewing, this show still has a whole lot of, you know, it, it carries over, it holds its weight, it does a good job. So I highly recommend it and endorse it. Chris, we know you love it. Love uh, Chris, it. Chris, tell us where we can find you and more Gooder Than Podcast for people who somehow don't know about your amazing show. <laughs> from our, somehow. From our, I don't know. Our, our millions and millions of listens, right? That's what it's from. Right? Uh, yeah. No, so you can find us. Uh, we're most active on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at MGT Podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook at More Gooder Than. 
we have a website. We like to, we update it with lots of fun things and pics and and videos. Uh, you can go to our website mgtpodcast.com. And of course, we're on all the podcasters, so you can find us anywhere. Just type in "more gooder than" you're going to find us. Uh, we have one thing I like to tell people though: we have two types of episodes. We have the main episodes, and you can listen to those in any order. There's if you like the movies, listen to that episode. If you don't like the movie, still listen to the episode. We'll make those movies fun. And then we have the goodie bags, which are our mini sods. And those are those are a little more like time sensitive because they're they're they have to do with like what we did that week. They have they pair up with different episodes and we do uh, our listener comments and things, but they're still a lot of fun. If but uh basically you can listen to our show out of order. There's no real reason to w- listen to it in order. So uh and also of course, just like Ashley, I'm a proud member. Of the Podfix proud Network, member. proud member of the Podfix Network. You can find us Own there it. at Podfix, and of course, PodfixNetwork.com. Uh, little known fact: if you listen to a Podfix Network show, you get to hear my voice every single time that you listen to a Podfix <laughs> yes, Network you do. show. So, <laughs> also so. with Podfix Network, we do have original content that is currently streaming right now. We are featuring. The Podfix Fantasy Football League. Shortly after that, we are going to be having the Jake and Tom Who Knows What Show They're Doing uh, coming out. And then Wizard, we also Wizard, have a monthly... Is Wizard it, Rewind. Did you decide on it? Yeah, it's called Wizard, Wizard Rewind. Rewind. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an incredible show. Uh, we're we're going to start recording here probably in the next couple weeks. Have the episodes banked and ready to go in January. It's going to be a fantastic show. Wizard Rewind. So, And then we do also have a monthly debate night where... Different members of the Podfix Network will get together and debate certain uh, useless and trivial topics, like who has the best cereal choice and what was the other one? Best Halloween candy. And so, yeah, and board and board game. We just want to fight with each other and board game. We just want to fight with each other. That's all it is. Uh, then those are it's super informal, and those are informal. Those are just oh, and yeah. yeah, those are we Unless don't. Unless you're don't, like Chris from Gravity Beard, who does all the research on it beforehand. The man knows how to show prep. Absolutely, the guys. The guys an absolute, uh, absolute professional for sure. The goddamn no, the, and, gem. And the the debate nights. Our 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 YouTube channel is very active. All all the members of the Podfix Network can can use the YouTube channel for whatever it is they want to do. Uh, Dan Dan and Nick uh, Dan from Netflix and Swill and Nick from the Epic Film Guys. They do live streams of their PUBG gaming sessions. Uh, John from Now in Technicolor and Dave from. Super Movie Bros. They do their, uh, they do their useless their, commentary. Yeah, uh, it's not useless commentary. That's not. That's, right. I that's what they called it. No, that's it's what they my, called it. It's not mindless useless, commentary. I'm sorry. Yeah, my, They're yeah, so different. My, yeah, mindless, mindless commentary. Sorry, guys. On, on different classic trash movies. So uh, those are on there. So yeah, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, that's just content from the entire network of people just hanging out. It's very loose, very fun. Uh, Obviously, all the Podfix Network shows themselves are very polished, so YouTube's our place to cut loose, and uh, so yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing a Batman the Animated Series show on YouTube as a live stream at some point, as well as Breaking Bad, so oh, anybody great. who wants That's to fantastic. jump on that can get on it. I know, because everybody wants to do Batman the Animated Series. I was like, there's only one way to do this. It's going to have to be a live stream. You doing it with Dave so, and John? I'm... Uh, do you have... I've got like six people that want to be on for that shit. It's going to be insane. I don't know how you're I'm going to pop- moderate that. You're, you're, you're going to, people are going to accuse you of being a Blanche. Just kidding. That's fine. <laughs> you're going to be a Blanche. So I'll be a Blanche. Own it you. like Blanche. Own it. All right. This has been a presentation of the Podfix Network. I'm Ashley signing off for Rabbit Ears. That's Chris. He's with More Gooder Than. And we're asking you guys to have a fucking awesome night, and thank you for listening. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Did you get a chance to play around with those lyrics I gave you? Yeah, listen to this. Hey, that sounds great. (laughs) Let's take it from the top.
From the top. Oh, that sounds so musical. <laughs> Tickle the ivories, Rose. Goochie, 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 goochie. Rose, play or die? <laughs> Miami is nice, so I'll say it twice. Miami is nice. Miami is nice. Miami is... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You put in an extra Miami is nice. I had to. It hurts the music if you don't put it in. Yeah, but the lyrics don't make any sense. I mean, it goes, Miami is nice, so I'll say it twice. Oh, I see your point. Well, what about this? Miami is nice, so I'll say it thrice. Right. Who the hell says thrice? It's a word. So is interuterine. It does not belong in a song. Miami, you're cuter than an interuterine. 